Vegas Fever podcast, mini podcast time, talking game two between Vegas and Colorado. The Golden Knights coming out on the losing end, uh, down 2 nothing now in the series. Um, it was, did we talk about game one in the last podcast? We did, I think. Okay. Um, oh, we did, we did. We did, right? Yeah, yeah. so, oh, that was the, uh, Pete DeBoer made a yeah. ginormous stupid decision and it comes back to bite the team twice because there's no throwaway games in the nhl playoffs he threw a game away and now you're down two games to none mark andre Fleury came in and was really really good the team played better yeah as a whole it, it looked more like what we should be seeing they just didn't come out on the winning end each team hit about 15 posts um, Their goalie was really good. Philip Grubauer is yeah. extremely good. He's a finalist as well for the Venza Trophy, as well as Mark Andre Fleury and uh, Andre Vasilevsky from Tampa Bay. Um, three of the best goaltenders in the league. Not really a surprise. Grubauer has been really, really good and a pain in the ass. And the Golden Knights are going to have to figure him out. Um, taking a look at this one a little bit uh, deeper. You know, right off the bat, Colorado gets on the board. Um, Vegas comes back to tie it, and then Colorado goes back up again. So it was one nothing Colorado, and then two one Colorado. Vegas evened it up on a Riley Smith goal, and Riley had a. It was kind of a mixed night for for him. He scores the goal, hits a ton of posts, and commits what looks like now was not a penalty that was called in overtime as a penalty, and led to the game winning goal. The officiating was has been not good in the series so far. Um, Do you mean that overall, or just in favor of the Knights? I mean in favor of both teams. Like I mean, if we're just if we're just listening to fan perspective from the from the seats in Denver, it's obviously a terrible officiating crew. But they have missed a ton of calls they've they've made calls that weren't calls, and they've missed calls that should have been made, but. The fan base there in Denver at the game was so, was just all over the officiating. And I know that's just home team and they're cheering for their team and they want their team to win. But there were some obvious bad calls. I'd like to emphasize again, they threw a game away and now we're down two. Now, I've heard and I've been told that the series doesn't start until the both teams have played at home. So technically, the series will start uh, tomorrow night in Vegas at T-Mobile Arena in front of a sold-out T-Mobile Arena for the first time in 15 months. And it's going to be loud. It's going to be raucous. It's going to be for the nights. And it's, it's going to be what? Raucous. Loud. Raucous. Ruckus. It's raucous. It's going to be really, really loud, and it's going to give the Knights a boost. They need to win Friday night, or I'm, I mean, I'd like to tell you it's over. It's not like technically over, but, you know, 3 nothing has been surmounted. Until it's over. It's not over until the, uh, the very large lady sings, and she is, she's thinking about humming right now. It's not... We're not there yet. I feel that Vegas can do it. 
they need to steal one game in Denver. It it wasn't going to be any of these games, but they still have an opportunity. They need to hold serve, and they need Mark Stone to get going. You know, Pacioretty has scored a goal. Mark Stone, I th- I think he scored a goal. I don't really know. Actually, let's see. They have scored three goals in the series. Oh, no, Pacioretty scored in Game 7. Stone and Pacioretty need to get going. You know, their defense was better mm-hmm. in Game 2. Goaltending was better. Harder. Yeah. I mean, you could tell from the start. They came out to win. It just yeah. was very difficult. It didn't work out. Packs, that guy. Yeah, that guy is... I'm surprised, honestly, they got two past him. When this team works together and when they're moving the puck around and they're finding opportunities, they will they will get pucks past this guy. They just need Flurry to be Flurry. And he was sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody allows goals. He was sharp. Also, interesting stuff. My comments on Twitter about Robin Leonard not being seen for a couple days at practice since the game one loss were basically validated by Pete DeBoer saying that Robin Leonard is day-to-day. Just like... Well, what happened to him? Just like Matthias Janmark. He he won't say. He's not going to say. Robin Leonard didn't look right. It was validated by his performance. But why was he back then? Because he hadn't played since his... Last injury, right? No, he come. He had, he had he come back. back for, he had come back for a little while, and but then, he hadn't played oh, in that's a, right, that's almost right. a month. He hadn't played in like three and a half weeks. So you get injured right off the bat. I'm not really sure. I just think that Robin Leonard wasn't right from the start. He wasn't right from the jump in game one. Yeah, he had a responsibility to and tell it showed. the coach. And also, you give up seven goals. The first thing you want to do that very next day is get out there on the ice and just and just wash that away. And he didn't. He wasn't able to. And then he wasn't able to again. So Monday, Tuesday, no Robin Leonard. So we have we have Logan Thompson. Eight minutes in NHL. Eight uh, minutes of NHL ice time in his career is now Marc Andre Fleury, the Hall of Famer's backup. So that's not ideal. But we're not really worried about all that because Flurry is amazing and he's going to fly everywhere and he's going to get all the pucks and it's not really going to be a big deal. But I just think that they lose this series, you point to game one. You point to game one and you basically say, this is why we lost the series because we gained, initially, because we gave a game away. I don't really agree, but... Your thoughts? It's a new game. True. It is. They play like the, it the in game two. The stuff doesn't carry over to the next game unless you let it. No. Yeah, they sh- should have not given up game one. I agree right. with that. But then game two, game three, game four, whatever it is. It's not it about the not... carryover for the Knights because you saw that there wasn't a carryover play-wise. But I'm talking about series-wise, series standing-wise. That's one game closer that Colorado is now to winning the series because you you gave it to them. That's my issue. Vegas has to win both games in Las Vegas. They have to win game three and game four. Well, they didn't give them the game tonight. They won the game. No, they so... didn't. They didn't give them the game. 
they they looked fantastic. I, I am so pr I'm proud of the guys. Because what's easy is to come out. You know, sometimes you have to have amnesia. Well, all the time as an athlete, you have to have amnesia. Don't let the last game carry over. It would have been so easy for them to just to just say, you know what, we perform really crappy. How are we going to beat these guys? And, and they played so much better. They played Vegas hockey. They played the way that they should be playing. And it gives us hope. And I feel that they got to get both these games. I mean, I think, I mean I, I'm pretty sure they can, but they're going to need to. Mm -hmm. There's not, you know, there's not an if. They're going to get Ryan Reeves back for game four. I don't know if having Ryan Reeves back for game four is a good thing or a bad thing. What do you think? about having him back. I think they play better without him, personally. I'm, I'm kind of drifting away from the Ryan Reeves boat, yeah, if you, you will. Have I have. I have. I think, I think it would be good. Yeah. I think he's going to be a little bit more calmer, as well as calm as for him. He could be amped. could be a little amped up, because he's, he's, he's ready to hit somebody. My problem with Ryan Reeves is he takes him and the Knights out of plays. I know, you said this last time. Yes, and I would like to reiterate, because he's going to make a hit, and he's going to, if the puck gets moved, and Ryan Reeves is now taking himself out of play, you're basically playing a 5-on-4 or a 4-on-4 hockey game mm -hmm. against a team like Colorado that's bad. So what Ryan Reeves needs to do is timely checks, timely hits, placing them where they need to be, instead of just looking to throw weight around. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's cool in the regular season against some of your biggest rivals. But right now, Vegas is on the ropes if they don't win this game. So, you know, him and Carrier on the same line, I like. And then you have a guy that plays on the fourth line as well, whether it be Patrick Brown or Cole Sar or Stevenson or, you know, whoever they, whoever they rotate on the fourth line to kind of break up that, you know... Physical presence is really, really good. But I think that line can be Vegas' best line at times, the fourth line. And I think that they need to be, you know, make a hit as you see fit, but with a purpose when you need to, not just because. Because you're gonna take you're gonna take yourself out of place. You can't put this team on the penalty or you know on the power play. Just like Vegas is the best penalty kill, they're the best power play in the league. Those are things you cannot do. Right. If you can get a puck or two past Grubauer, it's all about simplifying. Make the saves. Flurry's going to be there. Things are going to happen, but I look for low-scoring games. I look for goaltending in the next few games to to basically stay the way it has been, which is, you know, shining. The goaltenders are going to be your stars, you know, for the rest of the series. How many pucks can you get past? You know, is what it's all about. They're going to get Reeves back. We don't know much about Nosek. Uh, he didn't travel to Denver for the first two games. We don't know anything about Yanmark except that he's day-to-day, -day, which is a bunch of horse crap, and you know it. Because there's no way. He, he took a hit that would make him, like, week-to-week -week or month-to-month, -month, not day-to-day. -day. And I'd be surprised. I mean, John Tavares came back after a week after being hit. That was a pretty wicked one, you know. And I do like Kolsar in there, because he's a little bit more physical than Yam, you know, than Yamark. Yamark had a hat trick in game seven of the first round against the Wild, but I do like Kolsar. Dylan Sakura played really well as well. I was I was impressed with him. Um you've got Cody Glass there. 
which I made a comment to you the other night about Cody Glass is right. it's time for the Knights to shit or get off the pot with Cody Glass. You know, we're three years in here, um, almost four. I don't know. He was in their first, he was like their first pick, mm-hmm. you know, one of their first picks. And, you know, we're basically, he spent a year in juniors and he ended up in the AHL with Chicago before they got the Henderson team. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting into it to the point where Cody Glass can be a good trade piece if everybody will hear me out, whoever listens to this podcast. He, there are plenty of free agents that are coming up this offseason in the next month or two, and the Knights are always in the conversation for big names. They've gotten Pacioretty and Stone and Petrangelo. They will find... George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon will find a way to get guys. Cody Glass is a really good piece. So you're either going to play the kid... And you're going to give, and you're going to, you know, see how he can perform long term. Because every time he comes up, he goes back down. He He's had knee injuries. You know, but he's young. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think they have the confidence. Well, you said that the other night, yeah. And I believe that what's going to happen is, is if they don't give him the proper, you know, time... To be up in the NHL, he'll eventually get traded. You know, because he's he wants to he wants to play. Kids want to play. This is his dream. You know, all we can do is wait and see with Cody Glass. I mean, that's that's for another time. Yes. We got Game Three and Game Four coming up Friday night, Sunday night, both in Las Vegas. Uh, Golden Knights looking to get back in the series. Um, two most important games. Of the year. I'm Jason. Follow me at Vegas Fever Pod. And uh, Paula is at The Golden Wife. Um, take a listen. Leave us your uh, comments, uh, questions, anything. Follow us. Retweet. All that. We'll talk to you guys next time. See you later.